This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album four, track three. Welcome back to the 10 Minute Health BizCast. With us today is Dr. Jack McCallum, who's the CEO of Integer Health. Jack is a serial entrepreneur, having started, grown, and sold three healthcare companies, one of which is now public. For Jack's three companies, the first was a large specialty physician association that built its own Medicare Advantage plan and covered more than 20,000 lives. The second and third were healthcare tech companies focused on helping Medicare Advantage plans, that means payers, find coding inefficiencies and unrecognized health conditions in their populations. This allows Medicare Advantage plans to tailor the care for their patients and fix the places where they're being under-reimbursed. His fourth company, and the subject of today, is Integer Health. It's a fascinating take on incentivizing wellness and differentiating excellence in healthcare. Jack, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. So tell us about Integer Health. We were looking for direct metrics, uh, something that we could qualitate uh, how care was being delivered. And that's where Integer came from. What we realized with Integer was that particularly uh, employers that were paying for the care that their employees were getting, that were covering, uh, that were covering their insurance, had a source of information that they weren't using. Uh, we realized that human resources data that lived with the employers uh, was actually a very good uh, reflection of how well their employers, their employees were doing. It was a really good, rep, uh, it was a really good way to um, actually assess outcomes. If we took the point of view that being back at work or leading normal lives was a good outcome of healthcare, we could get at that information by looking in the employer's records. So we took claims data and we took human resources data and we merged them into the same database and allows and it allows us to look at cost of care and how well people are actually doing. If you'll accept being at work as a good outcome, then we have a good outcomes measure. And if we have that, then we can assess quality. And so who would be the clients, for example, of Integer in this? We built it initially with the idea that the um, self-funding employers would be our clients. In fact, as it all uh, has evolved, um, the payers are good clients, accountable care organizations, um, large healthcare systems that are looking to understand how they're doing are terrific clients. Uh, We do a lot of municipalities, school districts, and that sort of thing. Uh, They're also ideal clients for this. And so the opportunity is that you can help an employer, for example, going back to the initial premise, to reduce its healthcare costs and at the same time increase the productivity of its workforce by giving them better lives and giving them the ability to return to work? That's the idea. Um, if you if you try to rate how well a provider, either an institution or an individual or a program, are doing solely based on claims cost, you'll make mistakes. Uh, you will find that some people who have uh, very low claims cost 
are not doing very good quality care uh, and their outcomes aren't very good. Conversely, you'll find some people who are spending more money but getting better results as uh, as a function of having spent that money. They're, they're spending the money correctly. Those are both mistakes that you make if you look only at claims cost. If you look at claims cost plus uh, function after care is delivered, then you can get at real quality. That's very exciting. As we say all the time at the Health BizCast, it's easy to just cut healthcare costs, right? If that's the goal, we can do that pretty easily. The problem is you get terrible healthcare as a result. But what you've got is a measure of excellence that gives you the ability to measure outcomes for physicians and hospitals so that you can get excellence and drive down cost at the same time. That's exactly correct. And, and you know, as I'm sure you've, you've uh, said before in your podcast, about a third of the healthcare that's that's bought in in the United States uh, is either unnecessary or or not appropriately done. Now, if we can get that out, uh, we can spend the money on good care. Tell me about the groups of clients as you've looked with Integer. Then I think you said that there's been a significant use for it with plans and with hospitals and uh, and doctors as well. Tell us about that. Well, you know, we can go from the bottom up, I suppose. One way to do it with physicians, for instance, is um, if you take a primary care physician who has made a diagnosis, uh, say they made a diagnosis of carpal tunnel syndrome, and you attribute everything that happens downstream from that diagnosis back to the primary care physician, all the claims cost that comes from it, all of the cost of lost uh, work uh, for an employer that comes from that. If you attribute all of that back to the PCP, and then if you go back to the PCP and you say, hey, look, had you done this a slightly different way, had you done more conservative therapy, had you used more physical therapy, had you used a different uh, uh, hand surgeon when you referred out, here's what would have happened. Uh, we could help the PCP understand how uh, specific changes in their pattern of practice uh, would have changed outcomes and would have uh, would have gotten people well sooner. That's information the PCPs don't have. They don't ever get that. So you can help people make their practice better. If you look at large healthcare systems that have accountable care organizations, for for instance, you can look at the ACO group against the non-ACO group, and you can find specific diagnoses where the ACOs are better or not better, uh, specific places for the, for the system to go approach. Uh, those are two really good examples. Let's say you go to specialists. Can you make a difference with specialists in determining who's going to be better at a different um, surgery, for example? We can, and I'll tell you one of the most interesting examples that we've seen is we looked at a large healthcare system uh, and we looked at people who were doing spine surgery in that system. Uh, they had two uh, providers that were by far the, the highest volume in their system. And we looked at the, uh, at, we looked at the backs that those two people were doing. And one person uh, got people back to work much sooner, uh, spent much less money 
and was clearly doing a better job than the other. And we just assumed that if we looked at necks, which they both also did, that we'd see the same result. And we did, except that the one who didn't do necks, or who didn't do backs very well, was really good at necks. And the one who did backs really well was really not good at necks. All we had to do uh, was go help the PCPs understand to send their people to the right person. Uh, and and we made over a million dollars a year difference in claims and productivity for that system just by readjusting how the people how the people were referred. So Jack, I'll close with this. You're a surgeon, um, an entrepreneur. I'd love your perspective. If you could instantly change just one thing about how we do healthcare in the U.S. today, what would it be? That's a really good question. It would be to find a way to take out the, the big variations in care. Uh, and it would be to find a way to get folks uh, objective, reliable information about how care is being delivered. Jack, thanks very much for being with us today. Bobby, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us.